Welcome to a special edition of the Bill Walton Show. I'm here with the Honorable Ken Blackwell, who's an advisory board member of the 2020 Trump-Pence campaign, and Jay Christian Adams, who's president and general counsel of the Public Interest Legal Foundation and a former Justice Department official. And we're here to talk about uh, where we stand with the presidential election and, and possibly also where things stand with the Georgia Senate races. Uh, Ken, let's kick it off. Do you, where, where are we now? I mean, we, this is a state-by-state state, uh, issue. Can you, frame the, can you frame it for me? Absolutely, Bill. We're, we're in a fight. We have a lot of runway in front of us. Uh, we, we have to guard against anybody prematurely throwing in uh, the towel. There, there is a case that can be prosecuted in these states, both in the courts uh, and in the civic political ar arena and we can win the day. I've worked uh, in, in, in Pennsylvania, uh, right next to Ohio. Uh, I was in uh, Pittsburgh, been in Philadelphia. Uh, and yesterday, uh, the campaign uh, started its, its, its making its case in a federal district court uh, before a, uh, an uh, Obama uh, a judge. Uh, this case will probably go to the Third Circuit uh, and then a Court of Appeals and then on to the Supreme Court. It's around two principal ideas. One, that the governor and the secretary of state and the Pennsylvania uh, Supreme Court overstepped their authority uh, when they, in the last minute, changed the rules of the election uh, and... <clears throat> And, 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 and the procedures uh, of, uh, impacting the, 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 the count. That is a violation of Article Two of the U.S. Constitution, which says that the calendar and the procedures or the policies are established by the state legislature. The other was a, a equal protection provision. Uh, there is now a mountain of evidence uh, that voters got treated uh, unevenly in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, there were folks who were allowed to cure their ballots and others were not. Uh, and at, at question here will be about 640,000 ballots uh, and that's more than enough to, to change the count. The other thing I'll close and say, we have worked on making sure that the state legislature understands that when this evidence is mounted, when a decision is made that there was an unequal uh, uh, application of, of the law, they can make the decision as to who is seated uh, at, in, in the electoral college. Be and before they have about 20 electoral college votes. Before I jump to Christian, I just, what's the calendar in Pennsylvania? I mean, can, can we prove this? I guess the state legislature versus the Supreme Court uh, ruling or uh, overseeing what, what an election law to be is pretty clear, but there's other stuff we've got to prove. And what's the calendar? Do we have enough time? Well, to, well, we have enough time. We, we remember uh, in uh, uh, Bush v. Gore, uh, there were 37 days where this was just pounded out. Uh, we have until, you know, the, the short calendars that we have until December the 13th, uh, December the 14th is when the Electoral College meets uh, and there's ample time to prosecute this case 
Uh, and we, in fact, must make sure that we prosecute it both in the court of public opinion and in the, the, uh, the, uh, the federal court system. And we can, we can get it done. Christian, we're, we're, you're focusing on, on Georgia and Arizona. Right. In Georgia today, there's going to be a recount of sorts. We should have some interesting news later in the day. Arizona, we have a trial or a mini evidentiary hearing on Friday. We represent a, a woman who was attempting to vote on the machines. She put her ballot into the scanner and it did not accept her vote. And then she was told it's time to go away. You don't get a chance to fix anything. And she's just one of many uh, hundreds of people who experienced something very similar in Arizona. And it's a vote denial case. Her vote was denied because of the complications of the machine. Uh, so, you know, Ken is exactly right. There, there's a lot of runway here. In Pennsylvania, you have a case, it doesn't even require voter fraud. It's all about being treated differently uh, by changing the rules in the middle of the game, which happened all over the country, Bill. All over the country, the left, the Democrats were attempting to change the rules of the election in the middle of the game, and that's not supposed to be how it works. Well, I guess sounds like you would agree with my view that uh, Trump needs to fight this until every legal vote is counted and every illegal vote is tossed out, because I think if you count it up that way, he won, probably well, by I, a wide margin. Absolutely, Bill. Look, and let's, let's not leave out Georgia, uh, because Georgia is a, a great case to say that we're fighting this on, on three tracks. We're fighting on the track of getting an honest count in the presidential race. We are actually positioning ourselves to root out the fraud uh, and the irregularities uh, in the system uh, to, to make sure that none of that nonsense impacts the very important race that they have on January the 5th, which will uh, be around those two, two Senate seats. But just as important as those, those two tracks, it's the third track. When the Georgia state legislature comes back into their regular session, along with the other uh, legislature, state legislatures across the country, we must be able to prosecute immediately uh, and, and execute reforms to make sure that this doesn't come around, this sort of nonsense doesn't come around and bite us in the butt in, in uh, the 2022 elections. They must start listening to Christian Adams and Cleta Mitchell and, and Hans and over at Heritage. And Ken. They, they've been focusing us on making sure that we look at process. And, and, and our inattention to looking at process has created this mess that we're in right now. One of the reasons I'm doing these special editions of the show is that I've, we've got to get the word out. I mean, the, the left, the media, the Democrats have already pronounce themselves judge, jury, and executioner. And they've, you know, they, everybody's supposed to be acting like uh, Biden's already president. How do we, how do we fight the, uh, the, the public opinion war here? Well, that's a hard one because, of course, the media is lockstep in whatever Joe Biden and the Democrats want. But what you do is you keep fighting. That's the best way is you press, you press, and you press and you articulate to the American people how unfair it is to treat different counties in Pennsylvania differently. You have one set of rules for, Pennsylvania, uh, for Philadelphia. You have another set of rules for Westmoreland County in Pennsylvania. That's not fair. 
in places like Arizona, you had lots of people who didn't get their vote counted because of the machines. That's not fair. In Georgia, in Georgia, you have disaster after disaster, frankly, of flash drives turning up. You have people uh, who got extra time to vote because of some mysterious water main break. You, you have all of these strange circumstances, including a secretary of state that signed a consent decree with the Stacey Abrams camp to get rid of a state law involving signature requirement. I mean, that is not supposed to be how elections work. Has social media been, have the social media giants been suppressing this? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> every time you tweet a fact about, about this, uh, you know, just basic stuff, right? I mean, basic things like in Nevada, how many people uh, were registered at, at vacant lots that we documented and commercial addresses. And when people tweet that, they get a Twitter warning that this is a, a subject to, uh, you know, a different opinion, I guess. I guess facts no longer are opinions. So yes, Bill, it is definitely the focus of the Twitter uh, analytics. As, as Lewis Carroll said through his character, Alice in Wonderland, things are getting curiouser and curiouser. Uh, just, just absolutely strange. And, and all we have to do is to get in front of the American people some simple facts. What they want us to believe is that now that the evidence proves that Donald Trump had long coattails, long coattails, the left and the general and, or mainstream media, they want us to believe he didn't have a coat on. <laughs> so so <laughs> all of a sudden, they, they, they want us to disregard what we now know that this president turned out without padding 72 plus million folks that fundamentally, fundamentally were in the process to make sure that we did not undo the constitutional republic that has made us the envy of the world in our 244 years of existence. Well, and as coattails, you know, we were supposed, everybody's probably was supposed to get clobbered this time. And, you know, we ended up picking up, I think this is right, three state houses and one governorship. And we also made, uh, almost made Nancy Pelosi the ex-speaker of the House <laughs> with the razor thin margin. I don't know what she might even get reelected as, as speaker. And then, uh, you know, the Senate, we were supposed to lose three or four seats in the Senate. And if things go well in, uh, in Georgia, we're, we're down one and in a position to, to block some really bad stuff there. Well, I tell you, working with Christian and, and Hans and Cleta, you know, the old saying coming out of the, the uh, Ronald Reagan was, trust, but verify. We flipped this on, our, uh, on its head. It is verified, verified, and then you can trust. <laughs> well, are we getting a story out about things like happened in Wayne, uh, Wayne County in, in, in Michigan, where they had the state, the county electors uh, certifying the vote and the Antifa came in and intimidated them and, and called out their kids and their address and all that sort of thing. Is that, I mean, I'm really concerned about this intimidation uh, game that's going on. Well, they're very good at it because it's in their DNA. You know, they're the children of 1917 and they're very good at using the threat of force and obviously using force to achieve political ends. Uh, it's a very anti-American phenomena. Okay. I, 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 absolutely. I mean, these are the same folks who chase Senator McConnell out of a restaurant, uh, Senator Cruz. These are the same folks 
in uh, in with the with complicity from the from from the media of outing peoples in terms of their address so that they could have racket made in the wee hours of the morning uh, and their children can be intimidated. Mm -hmm. this, this has to stop. This has to push back. And I, I'll, I'll tell you, the president has done a real good job of realigning you know, the, this country politically. I, I was, what happened organically in Washington, D.C. Uh, this past weekend when hundreds of thousands of Americans came out that was not organized by the by the by the campaign. That was organic, and people spoke. And I will tell you, when I was coming back from D.C. to to Ohio, I was impressed with the number of folks who had on mega hats. People are not are, are not hiding. They understand what happened. They could feel it. And we, in fact, must was keep our foot to the to the you know to the to the pedal. I was we really have to keep the gun. I, we got to fight it to the till we win. Uh, I was really happy to see Sidney Powell added to the uh, Trump team, and she's out with this uh, presentation on the software fraud. Uh, what do you, what's your guys' take on that? <laughs> well, uh, look, <clears throat> I'll be candid about this. This election, this election is going to be won or lost on the basis of the paper votes right? We've got the paper votes. We don't need to worry about magical backdoors from Venezuela. We're going to be able to do a paper recount to figure out who won, uh, to figure out if, in fact, the software fraud theory is accurate or not. I, I think that um, people who are in the space in election administration realize that, uh, you know, it, it's not as simple sometimes as magic solutions. It's cumulative chaos upon cumulative chaos that re frequently results in this sort of thing. Uh, it, you know, the free market will decide whether or not uh, Dominion is, is, is at risk of their market position. The paper ballots will decide whether or not there's merit to that story. Uh, so we're just going to stay tuned and watch. And, and I, let me just say that uh, Sydney uh, and that group who are, who are prosecuting that particular case uh, they they add to what Christian just said because our expertise happens to be in the space that we, we we can prove that there was not verification. We can prove disruption in the chain of custody, and I hope that they can prove not only the malfunctioning but the manipulation of that equi equipment. So we welcome them putting on that pile of evidence. What we've tried to do is to stay in our lane where we have expertise uh, and where we can get more immediate confirmation that this election was stolen. One of your th one of your thoughts on this that the big the big thing here was the introducing the mail-in ballots and doing that with the cover of the COVID nineteen and we ended up with. 70, 80 million mail-in ballots, which totally disrupted the sanctity of the Tuesday and November election day ending at 8 a.m. or 8 p.m. And then we kept counting after that. I mean, it seems to me like the mail-ins and the continuing the counting on and on and on until you find out what number you need to win is, uh, you know, we, we can't fix it now. That, that genie's out of the bottle. But how do we fix that uh, for 2022? 
Well, a lot of the mail uh, movement to mail was by emergency COVID act. So it's not necessarily legislative in most of these places, which is part of the outrage of what occurred over the last eight months. Look, the left, the left woke up in March and deliberately had, I mean, I, I watched some of these meetings online, uh, some of these Zoom calls, deliberately set about to fundamentally transform how we elect people in this country. They focused on vote by mail because it's decentralized. It cannot be monitored by election authorities. And that's exactly why no Western democracy uses vote by mail. It's totally a system that encourages shenanigans, fraud, manipulation, intimidation, disenfranchisement, I might add. In other words, ballots get lost in the mail and the inability to cure mail ballots once they get back, that you can't fix it like you can when you're in the voting place. So it's the worst possible way to elect people. And that's what we did in 2020. Yeah. And, and, and again, just apply what Christian just talked about to, to Georgia. And this was what, what, what makes what the Secretary of State did in Georgia just uh, unthinkable. And that was to say that there was no need to verify signatures on a lot of these mail-in ballots. That is crazy. How he ceded that to, to Tracy Abrams, I just can't get my mind wrapped around it. Uh, it, it just it stinks. Do we have enough people on the ground to push our way through to successful uh, outcomes in these states? And if, if not, what should be people thinking and doing? I know the Democrats are encouraging people to move to Georgia so they can vote in the Democrat uh, or the elections for Senate, uh, which is, uh, as I understand it, a felony. But uh, what, what, what should people be doing legally to help push, uh, help push us towards victory? Well, I just heard that in Georgia, they don't have enough people to watch uh, the recount process on the Republican side. I just heard that, uh, that, that there's just not enough hands on deck to, to, to be there. Um, and I know like some of the people who, who, who were there wish there was four or five of them cloned to, to work. And that's one problem. Yeah. So an action item is we need to, we need to flood in, we need to flood more people into Georgia. What about I, the, I, other, what about I, the I, other states? Absolutely. And, Jenny Beth Martin and Tea Party Patriots, they're, they're helping uh, uh, Collins uh, coordinate uh, that, that, that effort, uh, Representative Collins. <clears throat> so look, I, I, we, 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 the other thing that we can do is, is, to, is to take a look at the, this case works its way up the chain, the federal chain to the Supreme Court uh, in, in Pennsylvania. Uh, I would say pray for John Eastman, uh, who, uh, who is pushing through COVID, uh, so he's being quarantined, but he's, he's a great constitutional attorney. Uh, we need to make sure that uh, he works side by side with, with Rudy uh, and that team, because he has experience, uh, he can make the case, his addition would strengthen the team. Christian, why don't you give us, we got just a minute or two left here. Could you give us kind of your final thought of what we ought to be focusing on for the next uh, three to four weeks? Right. Uh, I, I mean, look, it, it, it's all going to boil down to Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Arizona. Uh, you have to have more votes in Arizona. You have to have a constitutional realization that what happened in Pennsylvania violated violated explicitly the terms of the U.S. Constitution. And in Georgia, you have to have a recount 
that shows vote gains. Those are the three pressure points. Ken? Couldn't say it any better. I, I, I won't even try to improve on that. That's, <laughs> thanks. That's our, that's our laser focus. Okay, we got our focus and, and thanks guys. Jay Christian Adams and Ken Blackwell, uh, real stars in this fight. Uh, really appreciate all the work you're doing. And uh, so thanks, we'll have you back on when we, uh, when we can do a victory party. How's that? Thank you, Bill. Anyway, for everyone out, care, out there, thanks for listening. We'd love to hear what you think. Uh, let me know on Parler, Facebook, or Twitter, where you can find The Bill Walton Show. Uh, for previous episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube, and of course at thebillwaltonshow.com. Thanks for listening. Want more? Be sure to subscribe at thebillwaltonshow.com or on iTunes.